Morning, everyone. So, I wanted to talk today about selling at markets. Not because it's happened to me recently, but because <clears throat> I've heard several people talking about how they have been saving up their work during the pandemic and that they're going to, they're looking forward to going to markets and selling them and that, you know, it'll be quite an impressive spread. And I wanted to talk about my own experience selling at markets, not because uh, I think I know everything about it because I've done relatively little of it but because I learned a, a handful of things the hard way, and I want to share them here in case they're helpful. Before I was a spoon carver, I was a vegetable farmer. And the vegetable farm that we had was the main vegetable farm at this local small farmer's market. We were the hub. We were the one that everyone who came to the market stop by to get their produce and tomatoes and and so we always did quite well even if the other um I'll call them secondary vendors it sounds derogatory but it's just true even if the secondary vendors had a bad day we would be just fine and then when I and I didn't so I didn't understand I thought I knew how selling at a market worked. I thought I knew, you know, you pile up your stuff high and it looks impressive and, you know, you engage with people and, and all that. And, and then I tried to translate that, all that stuff that I thought I knew into selling spoons at markets. And I tried it at our local market, and I tried it at the big market in the small city that is nearby. And it didn't work at all. Like, not even a little bit. I might have sold three spoons over the course of three markets. And there was one market I went to where I sold nothing. Literally nothing. And I had a ton of stuff on my table big table. I had a lot of stuff, a lot of things for people to engage with, and it didn't work at all. I had my table up high at at waist height, which is an important thing, you know, to have your work between someone's waist and their, and their neck to for them to actually see it. Uh, I had my sign up high enough so that people could see that. I was doing all the things I'd learned as a vegetable farmer, and it wasn't working. I had lots of spoons, and it wasn't working. I was completely dismayed and um, disheartened, and I almost gave up trying to make my spoon carving into something. And the thing that I did next wasn't what made me continue. I continued on Instagram, but 
the thing I did next was the thing that worked the best of selling in person. I went back to my local market and I laid out a cloth on the ground so that I could carve and I had been carving before but I'd been carving behind a table. I laid out a colorful cloth on the ground and I put a regular table out to the side. I did not have a tent. I did not have a, did I have a chair? I think I had a bench. And I sat on the bench and I had maybe three, three to five spoons on the table. That was it. I had more in a box, but I did not put them out. And I sat there and I carved and I pretty much completely ignored people. And because I was several feet from my table, people felt like they could come up. Because there are only a few things on the table. I think what that did was it decreased the sense of neediness. I hadn't realized this before, but when you have something like a craft and you have a lot of the craft on your table, it doesn't come across to a lot of people as look at this person, they clearly know what they're doing, look at the abundance, I have lots of choices, this is great. Instead, it comes across as, wow, this person needs to sell a lot of their stuff for it to be a good day for them. There's a certain neediness to that that is off-putting and makes people want to avoid you in the first place. This is an unpopular opinion that I'm expressing because it flies in the face of the story we tell ourselves about our craft and the story we tell ourselves that we are telling the world. But my experience has taught me that it is true. And I've come to this conclusion after a lot of reflection. When you put out a lot of spoons on a table... What it feels like to somebody is this person has a lot of hours of time that they are hoping to sell. And that means that they are putting that pressure on me as a potential buyer. And the vast majority of people just don't even want to engage with that. Whereas if you put out three, four, five spoons on a table, keep it really simple... And you're there doing your thing so you can just completely ignore them, but you're kind of showing them how you're doing it. It comes across as, oh, look at these things. That's cool. It doesn't have the same... mm, It doesn't have the same desperate energy to it. And I'm not saying that you as a spoon carver are bringing a desperate energy or think that you're bringing a desperate energy to a situation where you have lots of spoons on your table. But it's there for the customer. It's there simply in the sheer number that you are looking to shift. Because it doesn't come across as choice. It comes across as... uh, as... need. And then there's the whole element of people are terrible at choosing between 20 flavors of ice cream, right? 
they can choose between three flavors of ice cream. That's an easy choice, and we're happy to make it. But if someone says, here, choose between these 20 flavors of ice cream, study after study after study has shown that we shut down, that we are less happy with the choice that we made, and that in many cases we would simply rather not make a choice at all. So, what I found when I had the very simple setup in my town was it was a fairly quiet day. I sold six spoons. Six. I had been there on the busiest opening day of the season the previous year, or maybe it was that same year, and I had sold one. And this was like a third the number of people, and I sold six. Now, of course, there's something to be said for returning to the same market again and again, and people know what to expect, and they might not buy this time, but they'll buy the next time, all that, sure. But I think we overlook this underlying truth at our peril when we are selling in person. Now, the reason that this is slightly different online is because, ooh, dog barfing, very cool. The reason we don't have the same thing necessarily online, right? I can put out 20 spoons online and they'll all sell in a day. And that's because of two things. One is I'm reaching so many more people. And the other is that there is a, how to describe it? There's a, there's a sense of competition when you post something for sale online. Like people are pushing to be, to, to, to get, they have, they, they feel this pressure to decide and jump on something because it's an opportunity that might be slipping away. That pressure is not there in person at a market. So it's not helping you the way it helps you online. And it doesn't help you online unless you have a reputation for things being snapped up. Think of your favorite tool maker who releases things in batches and think how you know if they do this, they're going to be disappearing quick and you better make a choice. Well, how the heck did they get in that position? Well... They got in that position because a lot of people wanted their stuff more than they were making. But there are plenty of other people who are not in that position and go to release something online and things just sit there. So the dynamics online are not the same as the dynamics in person. And to be really clear, my advice to you, super simple, if you plan on selling at a market, let's say you're planning on doing it twice, then set up a simple experiment, right? Set up a simple experiment where two consecutive times you do it completely different ways, because otherwise you won't know, you won't have the data for yourself, right? I ran an experiment, I did things differently different times. 
do it one time the way you've been thinking about doing it. Spread out all your stuff and see what happens. But the next time, maybe try it this way. Set up a little table with three or four things. Make your presence small but fun. Right? Maybe you need a beach umbrella stuck into the ground over you. Something to give you some definition. A cloth spread on the ground. Depends on where you are. You want people to know that you're there and that you're selling things. But you want it to feel low stakes and delightful. And only put out three, four, five things maximum. Keep everything else in a box. Under your chair or something like that. Something where, somewhere where people won't notice them. When something sells, you just slip another one onto the table and see how many you sell that way. And then if you do this, let me know because I feel pretty confident that I'm right, but I'm always open to receiving more data about this. As always, thank you for your attention, guys. Talk tomorrow.